Speak to you in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So as we heard from the gospel just proclaimed from the gospel of Luke, the Christmas story begins uh, with an empire. Caesar Augustus would like the whole world to be registered. Small in scope, Caesar Augustus, the whole world. He wants uh, the Pax Romana to spread, but before he can have it spread, he has to conquer a few places and then control the places. So he relies on bureaucratic functionaries uh, to have this census, this tax census carried out. People like Quirinius in Syria, who we just heard about. I know you guys all remember Quirinius in Syria as governor. You know, there's no use in acquiring these new territories if uh, you don't have the capacity to extract some of the goods, namely the wealth of the territory. And we don't have a Caesar Augustus anymore, which, by the way, is a quasi-religious title. His name wasn't Caesar Augustus. His name was Octavian. But the empire, we don't have Caesar Augustus, the empire should be familiar to us all. It's the aspiration to uh, control, to have power, to world domination. We see it in the jockeying of today's global superpowers. We see the story played out in our history books, and we read about it in our newspapers from day to day. The players on the stage change, but the story of empire this desire to control and possess, to be in control of as much of the resources as possible, that carries on. And this promise of peace always comes with uh, a bit of a footnote or the small print. There's gonna be a little bit of violence in order for us to maintain the peace. And that promise of peace through dominance is such a common thread throughout the history of our civilization that we mostly assume that this kind of empire simply is the human story. That is the way that you are to be human, the only way we can be human. As one writer puts it, the long history of imperial power is perhaps regrettable, but nevertheless inevitable tale with which we must make our peace if we wish to be free, secure, and prosperous. But tonight, the story of empire, which seems to be the only story the world has ever known, is interrupted by a child. Octavian's grasping after domination, his imperial rule demanding the whole world to be taxed is interrupted by the voice of God. Interrupted by the voice of God and the cries of a newborn child. So in the midst of going after wealth and power, an angel appears to who? Poor shepherds in the field with good news of great joy. 
in a land that's been conquered by the armies of Caesar Augustus, an army of angels sings out. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. You know, just as a child might interrupt a boring story told by adults, and I have two kids, 10 and 11, so I know about this. I'm telling a boring story about the latest political scandal or, you know, a workplace rivalry or a family grudge, and the kid interrupts it with a lively story of, I don't know, wizards and magic or hobbits and adventure. So too, the Christ child comes to interrupt the boring story of worldly power with a fantastic tale of glory and peace and joy. And this tale, this story, is not the production of our own imagination. This is God's story with us. In a world too busy for truth, tonight we gather around the cry of a newborn child who will grow up and he'll tell us to change our ways, to change our hearts. In a world that trains us to believe that we can only get to peace and prosperity through violence and domination, this army of God's messengers declares another way. So tonight, will we admit to being poor shepherds in need of a saving word? Or will we keep on the armor of empire and play the old boring game of me versus you and us versus them? Tonight's feast announces the invasion of a different superpower. This king comes as a baby and in need of a place to be cared for. This child will grow up and call people to himself, not by asking the whole world to be taxed to build his empire. No, he'll ask us to deny ourselves, take up the cross, follow him, offer ourselves in love. This child will grow up and defeat the powers of this world. He defeats the powers of this world by being, by being put to death and hung on a tree by them. But he tramples down death by death. Friends, Octavian's empire is long gone, but the empires of the world still grasp after domination, burdens are still laid on the backs of the poor, the competition rages on, and it seems as if the story of empire will have no end. But the voice of God in the cry of this Christ child, in the proclamation of the angel, in the song of the heavenly army, it interrupts that story and begins to tell a new tale in which we, who are followers of Jesus, all play a part. The saving grace of God has appeared on this earth. That's why we're here, to announce that. We're not looking for anything other than the saving grace that has come into the world. 
And it doesn't want to rescue us out of this world. It wants to enable us to live a different way. The incarnate word. We feed on him, his body and blood in the sacrament of this altar. He calls us to be a new people. A new humanity is made possible by his grace, by his mercy and his truth. We're attuned to live into what C.S. Lewis calls the deeper magic. This is the one we've been waiting for. The boring and brutal story of empire carries on, but the interruptive grace of Jesus Christ is creating a new people, a new people who are beginning to live a new story, which will continue forever, which will continue after the empires of this world come to an end. Might as well get on with it now. For all flesh is like grass and its glory, like the flower of grass. The grass withers, the flower fades. But the word of the Lord endures forever. This word is our chronicle. This word made flesh is our story. He is the good news of great joy that we announce tonight all over the face of the earth. And this word is being born in us when we remember those who suffer and when we make their sorrows our own, when we speak out to defend the defenseless and to hold those in power accountable, when we gather week by week to tell the story of Jesus. It's the only story we have to tell. And we eat and drink his body and blood. He who was peace in the midst of conflict, who was hope in the midst of despair, who was light in the midst of darkness, who was undying life in the midst of death. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.